I'm Richard Randall. Welcome back to the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. She is the Real Estate Voice. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And Barb, I'm told that the market is red hot. Sometimes the appraiser does not think the home is worth what the buyer has already agreed to pay. Wow, that sounds like it could be a problem. Tell us about that, Barb. Yeah, it's, it's something that most home sellers live in fear of, the inspection and the appraisal. So they're, they're different. Inspection is an outside party, unlicensed coming in, going over all systems to make sure they're functional and safe, right? The appraisal is actually an opinion of value given by a licensed appraiser who has to substantiate to the lender if the buyer's getting a loan that the home is worth what the buyer agreed to pay and that the home meets the loan guidelines, okay? Now, where we run into problems right now is that buyers are having, because there's low inventory, fewer homes on the market, and there's a lot of demand for homes, buyers are actually having to come in and make offers way over asking price, and many times way over what similar sales are selling for right now. And so the worry is, okay, what if the appraiser comes back and says, no, historical sales do not indicate that the home is worth that much. We've got a problem. So what happens is later they try to roll back the price to say, okay, your house sold for 400, appraiser thinks it's worth 375. How are we gonna make up the difference? Either the buyer makes up the difference or the seller has to lower their price or they work out a number in between. Any of those is not good, but it does happen on occasion. But there's ways that you can kind of make sure it doesn't happen right now. You know, we've had many cases where they come back and say, oh, it's not worth that much. And then they leave it to us to work it out, right? And it's very hard to change an opinion of value, even on the appraisal side. So one of the things that we do to help prevent that initially is we help home sellers price their home what we call realistically versus optimistically. Realistically is consistent with similar sales. Now, is it still going to bid over with our marketing? Yes, probably. Okay, but there are safeguards in place that we can put in to protect against that. And this is why we want to price realistically, not optimistically. If you go in and you price, it used to be in a market where there were a lot of homes on the market, many homes for buyers to choose from, the seller would expect negotiations, so they would price high and think they're gonna get somewhere in the middle or something lower. Okay, well right now, it's just the opposite. Buyers are knowing, going in the door, they're gonna to have to offer 10, 20, 30,000 over asking price. I've got some presenting tonight that are probably closer to 60,000 over asking price. And then we have to make a decision about, well, are similar sales consistent with that number? If not, it's possible, if the seller accepts that offer, that the price could get rolled back just a little bit, which is not what anybody wants, at least not the seller. So if you price at market value, that means that all the buyers in that population are more likely to actually make an offer on that home versus if you price too high. They're gonna be afraid to throw their hat in the ring because they cannot outbid a price above their price range. And I had that happen last weekend on one of my listings where buyers were looking at it because it was right at their price range, but they knew they couldn't go over so they were afraid to make an offer. So that happens a lot. And according to studies, 
if you price too high and you hope that the buyer comes in with a built-in space for negotiating room, national statistics indicate that you'll actually net less money in the end if you price too high and then slowly walk the price down to market value where you get a contract. Those are national statistics, so you're better off doing just the opposite. It's almost like reverse psychology, where basically you price just, just at market value, let them all bid it up to where it's going to end up. That's what the market value is, what the buyers are willing to pay. Okay, and then you work out the appraisal issue after. Now what's happening a lot is a lot of the buyers are coming in with what's called an appraisal guarantee. And we'll talk about that in our next uh, section, Richard. But really pricing is a very, very important part of this. Richard? Well, and Barb, some of this seems counterintuitive. I, I think what feels like it should be intuitive is you put a price here and then you see if anybody bites at that and if they don't, you walk it down and eventually you hit a price and therefore that must be the highest price. But you have proved over and over and over again that what might feel intuitive to the average homeowner or to the buyer or seller really isn't. What are some of the other things a home seller can do about that appraisal? So we talked about what an appraisal is. It's an opinion of value. A lot of people get an appraisal mixed up with an inspection. So when the appraiser comes out to the house, they're like, oh my God, <laughs> I've got the appraiser coming out. And most of the time, people are kind of in the throes of moving at that time. They're not necessarily show ready anymore. It wouldn't hurt to keep your home looking neat and tidy just because it is an opinion. It's a subjective opinion about value. Okay, but... Here's some things that you can kind of know that you're going in with confidence when you accept a contract from a buyer. We sit down when we look at these offers and we look at similar recent sales again, not just at the, at the beginning, but also when we're getting offers to make sure that we have at least one similar sale that will substantiate that price. I remember one a few years back where they were, we priced it at least 50000 above any other sale in the neighborhood that was like that. But they had gone in and completely gutted the kitchen. In fact, they redid everything, all the trim, all the doors, uh, beautiful, extravagant kitchen with gorgeous quartz counters. It was stunning. It, did, it was like a, a home that was in a production body, but if you walk inside, it looked like a million-dollar custom home. <laughs> so it was definitely a unicorn. It wasn't like the rest of the homes, but fortunately... The appraiser looked at it and he goes, oh, I see, I get it. And then he substantiated the value and it worked out just fine. But that's part of what we do. Now, appraisers can adjust the price when they're, they know they're in this market condition of rising values. They know that there's multiple offers and we give them the facts because they can put those facts in their comments about the appraisal. They can put facts in that say, the agent let us know we had 17 offers on this home. The highest offer was X. They accepted an offer a little bit below that, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so at least it, it would tell the, the loan approval gods, the underwriters, that even though, yeah, looking back at historical sales, those sales might have been less than this home, this market indicated many of them wanted to pay this price or even higher. Okay. And then they can also make an adjustment based on the condition of the home. So when they visit, make sure it looks neat and tidy. We review the value at the time of, of, that we're reviewing contracts. And you want to be very careful when you're looking at offers 
watch out for those offers that come in at ridiculous high levels because I've experienced, I've had agents tell me that they will throw in this really unreasonable high level expecting that the appraisal is going to come in low and then don't worry we'll just negotiate a lower price when the appraisal comes in low. So it's kind of a strategy. You, you have to have facts behind you to substantiate that this whole contract is going to work out. So I'm very careful about those. And the latest thing that a lot of them are doing, which is good, which means the buyer has to have extra cash in addition to their down payment to substantiate just in case the appraisal comes in low, they are willing to bring $10,000, $20,000. I've even seen an unlimited amount of cash if the house does not appraise at the contract price. So those are really strong offers. In fact, they're stronger than what I call those escalation clauses where they say, oh, I'm willing to pay $2,000 above the highest offer up to X. And I'm willing to, and when you get two or three of those, it gets very confusing. And my experience has been when you call their bluff and say, okay, hit me with your best offer, they don't come back with that number that they said they were willing to pay. So I don't trust those as much, but appraisal guarantee, guess what? If the appraisal comes in low, they're still buying the house and they got to pony up the difference in cash because the lenders will only loan whatever percent amount they are loaning of the appraised value. So if it's a VA loan, they'll lend 100% of the appraised value. If it's a conventional loan and they're putting 20% down, they will loan 80% of the appraised value. So if it doesn't appraise, the buyer has to come up with a difference in cash. Now, the other thing an appraiser could do is they provide these, uh, they're called lender property requirements in the contract, uh, or we call it conditions. It has a lot of nicknames, but basically, the appraiser goes and looks at the house and says, okay, I agree that the value is worth this much, but in order for the house to meet the loan guidelines, these are the things that have to be fixed. Now, in most cases, home sellers don't have these problems. For conventional loans, it's only safety issues. So if there, I had one house that got this lender property requirement of a trip hazard that was outside. There was a sidewalk and the roots of the aspen had raised the sidewalk so you could trip on it. So they asked us to fix that. Okay, fine. For government loans though, there are certain criteria that's just a little checklist that you should know about before you put your house on the market. No peeling paint on the outside regardless of the age of the house. No broken windows, no missing outlook covers, no missing stair railways, and no safety hazards. So, and what I mean by a government loan is if the buyer is getting a VA or an FHA loan, which is probably anywhere from, I would say 50 to 65% of the actual sales in this market right now. And just make sure that you have an agent that supports you for the appraisal, supplies comps, you know, gives you a list of things that the appraiser can take as far as the improvements that you've done. Not every uh, agent does that. They're very transactional and they're just like, yeah, whatever, appraiser goes out, hope it works out. Richard? Wow. Barb Slinker, you are the agent who can help 
everyone with a great homework that you do on pricing to get the very top dollar for people who are selling their homes. And as we always talk about, you want to get the most equity. You've been paying into that year after year after year. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, of course, your home sold guaranteed realty. And if you're thinking of making a move, Barb Schlinker is the only person I would trust. 719 301 3900 or com. Give Barb and her team a call. We'll take a short break this morning. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the best resources to help you make your move. And as always, some of Barb's hot new listings. Stay tuned for that.